You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. And I am Dustin Gold. Getting ready to go introduce Willie G, folks. Willie G to Santa Claus. It'll be his first time. Hopefully he doesn't freak out, folks. Hopefully he doesn't freak out. If he does, then we know he understands the scam. And that is a a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, to have a kid who recognizes the scams and schemes. All right, let's just uh, run through this real quick because I didn't finish it yesterday. This is the September 16, 2022 technical possibilities for U.S. Central Bank digital currency. And we went up through this part. I'll just speed read it for you, just to refresh your memory. It says, today, OSTP is publishing its report, technical evaluation for a U.S. central bank digital currency system, which lays out policy objectives for a potential United States central bank digital currency system and analyzes key technical design choices for a U.S. CBDC system. The report also estimates the technical feasibility of building a CBDC CBDC minimum viable product and describes how a U.S. CBDC system might affect federal operations. The report makes recommendations on how to prepare the federal government for a U.S. CBDC system. Importantly, the report does not make any assessments or recommendations about whether the United States should pursue a CBDC nor does it make any decisions regarding particular design choices for a potential U.S. CBDC system. But you do understand, they're not doing this for shits and giggles, folks. This is being moved forward. All right, that's why they're researching it. It says, at last year's Summit for Democracy, President Biden spoke about the importance of using technology to advance democracies, to lift people up, not to hold them down. If the United States launches its own CBDC, it should advance this democratic vision. Oh, yes. So democratic, ladies and gentlemen, that they're going to give you money that's programmable, trackable, and uh, has the ability to expire. It goes on to say this report includes the Biden-Harris administration's policy objectives for a potential U.S. CBDC system, building on priorities outlined in the executive order. For example, these objectives state that a U.S. CBDC system should expand equitable access to the financial system preserve the role of physical cash, and only collect data that is strictly necessary. Right, that is strictly necessary. Well, to the people who want to control the data, all the data is necessary. It goes on to say they also note that a U.S. CBDC should be sustainable, avoiding the environmental concerns raised by some privately issued digital assets. And they note a U.S. CBDC should be functional and provide a good customer experience so that all Americans can truly benefit, right? So that all Americans don't realize they're locked into an eternal slave system. 
It goes on. These policy objectives provide a framework by which to evaluate different design choices for a U.S. CBDC system. The 18 technical design choices in this report are analyzed with respect to these policy objectives so that policymakers can see how policy objectives manifest themselves deep in the weeds of technical design choices. And when they're talking about technical design choices, they're talking about whether whether it'll run on RLN, whether it'll sit on top of Ethereum, whether consensus will be involved with building it. This is what they're talking about, folks. goes on to say, good technology policy often requires getting specific about the technology being discussed and the policy priorities being pursued. This is particularly true for CBDCs, which can be challenging to evaluate without being precise about the design choices underpinning the CBDC system. As the United States contemplates potential development of a U.S. CBDC, this report tries to add specificity to the choices that policymakers could make about the details of the underlying technology, as well as the overarching policy priorities. Now, does this not sound like they are moving forward Why else would they put this out? Why do they have all these committees, these panels, and these research groups working on it? It says, while a United States CBDC would be a monetary instrument like cash, it is important to note that it would also be a large technology initiative. Over the past two decades, the federal government has rolled out a number of large technology initiatives, learning valuable lessons in the process. Many of these lessons can help ensure that the United States has sufficient technological infrastructure capacity and expertise to build and maintain a CBDC system. It will be important for technical experts to work closely with experts in money and payment systems to ensure that a CBDC system serves broader economic goals while delivering a good customer experience. Now, I've told you consensus is involved with Visa right now, who already has 80 million merchants geared up who would be able to accept CBDC. They also have, you know, I don't probably hundreds of millions of customers walking around with Visa and printed credit and or debit cards, and those would be able to transfer CBDC as well. It goes on to say, following a recommendation in the report, OSTP and the National Science Foundation will lead an interagency effort to develop a national digital assets research and development agenda. This agenda will place a high priority on advancing research on topics like cryptography that could be helpful to CBDC experimentation and development at the Federal Reserve. This agenda will also cover topics less related to CBDCs, for example, working with consumer protection experts. It might support innovations that increase financial inclusion and equity in the digital assets ecosystem without placing already financially vulnerable communities at greater risk. So as you see... They're bringing all the players to the table. This is how they're going to create buy-in because they need to allow the grifters to grift in order to push policy forward. So the grifters, like in the climate change hustle, the grifters, like in universal basic income, and the grifters right here in CBDC will be allowed to grift as long as it advances the big picture.
So the grifters think short-term, ladies and gentlemen. They just want to get a cut of the action. So they bring them to the table, and they tell them consumer protection, blah, blah, blah. All the grifters come in, and they're going to be able to make money while they advance central bank digital currency. It says this uh, R&D agenda will take a whole-of-government approach consistent with the president's directive to place the highest urgency on R&D efforts related to CBDCs as well as the fiscal year 2024 budget priority that requests that the federal departments and agencies collaborate on critical and emerging technologies, including financial technologies. This will help bring the federal government's resources and expertise to bear on hard questions related to digital assets. This report helps advance the mission of the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, which is to maximize the benefits of science and technology to advance health, prosperity, security, environmental quality, and justice for all Americans. The American people deserve to fully benefit from technological possibilities like a United States CBDC while being protected from the harms it could bring. We look forward to continue advancing President Biden's priorities on digital assets. All right, now, just referenced in this document alone, I'm going to show you. We have what I just pulled up before at the Federal Register. This is Executive Order 14067, Ensuring Responsible Development of Digital Assets. I read a little bit from that. You have this 58-page PDF, which we're going to look at momentarily. This is published in September 2022. This is Technical Evaluation for a U.S. Central Bank Digital Currency System. Right out of the White House, a 58-page PDF, very professionally done. Then you have written on September 8th, 2022, this is at whitehouse.gov, this is fact sheet, climate and energy implications of crypto assets in the United States. Then we have at whitehouse.gov, published on March 2022, the path toward responsible and equitable, equitable digital assets innovation. All right, and then we have this document, a nine-page PDF letter, which is the Executive Office of the President, and this is a memorandum for the heads of executive departments and agencies, and the subject is multi-agency research and development priorities for the fiscal year 2024 budget, and in here, they get into all of the financial technology, fintech. All right, so they talk about that. So when we get back, I just want to show you a little bit on this technical evaluation for a U.S. central bank digital currency system. And then you can tell me, Dustin, don't worry. They're not moving this forward. Of course they are, folks. All the pieces are in place. All hands are on deck. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne. TV slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. It's going to be a busy week here, ladies and gentlemen, at the Dustin Gold Standard. We have a lot of stuff to review 
We're going to get into those panel discussions I keep talking about and then uh, have Wide Awake Jim on to bring in all the Bank for International Settlements documents. I, I'm not even kidding. I think he dumped 200 documents on me. Like, what the hell are we going to do with all this stuff? But apparently he has a plan. There's a method to his madness, ladies and gentlemen. All right, up on the screen, I have the technical evaluation for United States Central Bank Digital Currency System, published in September 2022, so a few months ago. I'm just going to read a little bit from this. It says, about this document, Executive Order 14067, which I had pulled up before, directed the Office of Science and Technology Policy to produce a technical evaluation to facilitate and support the introduction of a central bank digital currency system in the United States, should one be proposed. This report lays out the policy objectives for United States CBDC system and proceeds to analyze technical design choices for United States CBDC system with respect to those policy objectives. This report also estimates the feasibility of building a United States CBDC minimum viable product and assesses how a U.S. CBDC system may impact federal processes. This report makes recommendations on how to operate the United States government for a United States CBDC system but it does not make an assessment or recommendation about whether a U.S. CBDC system should be pursued. All right. And then it goes into about the Office of Science and Technology Policy, what these guys are involved with. It gets into about the interagency process. All right. Then it gets into the table of context here. And I'll just show you. They get into... Uh, transport these are participants transport layers interoperability they get into the governance permissioning access tiering identity privacy uh, remediation they get into security on cryptography and secure hardware they get into transactions that would be signatures transaction privacy offline transactions transaction programmability which we'll talk a little bit about tomorrow. They get into data, data model, ledger history, adjustments, uh, fungibility, holding limits, adjustments on transactions, adjustments on balances, all types of stuff, folks. It just keeps going and going and going. So let's just look at the introduction here. It says a central bank digital currency is a digital form of a country's sovereign currency. Again, this is straight out of the White House. It says, if the United States issued a CBDC, this new type of central bank money may provide a range of benefits for American consumers, investors, and businesses. For example, a United States central bank digital currency might enable transactions that are more efficient and less expensive, particularly for cross-border funds transfers. However, there are also potential risks to consider. A U.S. CBDC might affect everything ranging from the stability of the financial system to the protection of sensitive data. Recognizing these potential upsides and downsides, the Biden-Harris administration is committed to further exploring the implications and options for issuing a CBDC. And you know, in their mind, the uh, risks don't matter because your sensitive data means nothing to them. They just don't want to run on the banks uh, while they're talking about this. All right. So they need a smooth transition unless they want to orchestrate a run on the banks, which would then be part of what ushers in the new CBDC system. 
It says, on March 9, 2022, President Biden signed Executive Order 14067, ensuring responsible development of digital assets, placing the highest urgency on research and development efforts into the potential design and deployment options of a U.S. central bank digital currency. Executive Order 14067 further directed the federal government to, quote, prioritize timely assessments of potential benefits and risks under various designs to ensure the United States remains a leader in the international financial system, end quote. To help advance this directive, Section 5B2 of Executive Order 14067 ordered the Director of the Office of Science and Technology Policy, that's OSTP, and the Chief Technology Officer of the United States, in consultation with the Secretary of Treasury, the Chair of the Federal Reserve, and the heads of other relevant agencies to submit to the President a technical evaluation for United States Central Bank Digital Currency System, should one, should one be proposed, right? Should one. So they went through all this because they're not going to do it? Come on, folks. You're smarter than that. It goes on to say, this report begins by laying out the policy objectives for United States Central Bank digital currency system outlined in Executive Order 14067 and developed in further detail through an interagency process led by the National Economic Council and the National Security Council. These policy objectives reflect the administration's ongoing commitment to develop and use technology in accordance with democratic values. Right. A system of total control is in accordance with democratic values. This report then analyzes the technical design choices for United States CBDC system, focusing on how those choices would impact the policy objectives for United States central bank digital currency system. Next, this report estimates the feasibility of building a minimum viable product for a U.S. CBDC system based on hypothetical combinations of technical design choices. Finally, this report assesses how a United States CBDC system may impact federal processes, focuses on cybersecurity and privacy, customer experience, and a social safety net programs. This report concludes by making recommendations on how to prepare the federal government for a United States central bank digital currency system should one be pursued. It recommends that OSTP help advance technology related to CBDCs as part of the CBDC working group outlined in the Department of the Treasury's report on the future of money and payments. It encourages the Federal Reserve to continue its research and experiment on CBDC systems while recommending that the National Science Foundation and OSTP develop a national digital assets research and development R&D agenda to help spur innovation that could support the Federal Reserve's efforts. Uh, Folks, what? What? Okay, they're making recommendations to move us forward into central bank digital currency. That is what they're doing right here. It recommends that OSTP help advance technology related to CBDCs as part of the CBDC working group. 
blah, 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 outlined by da, 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 da. So they're recommending moving it forward. Finally, it recommends scaling up relevant technological infrastructure, capacity, and expertise across the federal government to harness benefits and mitigate risks of digital assets. And we're told the federal government is incompetent. That's what the conservatives like to tell us on radio. As legal man of the Quash podcast will point out, they are highly, highly competent. All right, they are not incompetent. They control everything. They're building out this system. Goes on to say it is also important. And the thing is, if you don't like the system, they can just come to you by gunpoint and force you into the system. That's how powerful the federal government is. It goes on to say it is also important to briefly note what this report does not do. This report does not make any assessments or recommendations about whether a U.S. CBDC should be pursued. Additionally, this report does not make any design choices for a U.S. CBDC system if one were proposed. Instead, it fulfills the mission of EO, Executive Order 14067, by providing a timely assessment of potential benefits and risks for a United States CBDC system. So see, they keep telling you they're not making any recommendations about whether this system should be pursued, yet they recommend that OSTP help advance technology related to CBDCs as part of the CBDC working group outlined in the Department of the Treasury's report on the future of money and payments. So they are recommending advancing the technology, but they're not recommending putting the system into place. It says the report encourages the Federal Reserve to continue its research and experimentation on CBDC systems, while recommending that the National Science Foundation and OSTP develop a national digital assets research and development agenda to help spur innovation that could support the Federal Reserve's efforts. So they are moving it forward, while at the same time, They're saying they're not making any assessments or recommendations about whether U.S. CBDC should be pursued. Well, by directing the Federal Reserve and such to pursue it, they are telling people to pursue it. They're pursuing it. I mean, do you see the outright lies right there, folks? I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. It's right there, right in our face, right in our face. Now, in this document here, I want to take a look at something quickly because I've been reviewing it, but I haven't had time to go through all of it yet. So I'm on page 32 here. This is transaction programmability, supported versus non-supported. It says, are transactional level application programming interfaces APIs supported? If so, can they be created in a permissionless manner only by the CBDC authority or somewhere in between? Who defines the API? Is there a governance process to determine API requirements? I just want to read from this quickly. It says, transaction programmability refers to whether broadly third-party developers are able to code rules into a CBDC system such that those rules are executed when the predefined conditions are met. This does not refer to the ability to uniquely identify specific CBDC units and place restrictions on their use. For a discussion of that design choice, refer to the fungibility design choice. Well, let's take a look at the fungibility, folks. That would be down on page 36 in this document. This is what I find to be so fun. 
ladies and gentlemen. So we're looking at page 36 on fungibility. It now says fungibility, fungible versus non-fungible units. Can the CBDC system support non-fungible units? A non-fungible unit is a discrete unit of CBDC that has a unique identifier, for example, a serial code. For example, even though physical dollar bills are often considered fungible, under this definition, a physical dollar bill is a non-fungible object. Each physical dollar is a unique physical object that has a serial number and can be held, destroyed, or exchanged for another unique physical dollar. A CBDC system could support fungible units that are not unique and thus function identically to each other. A CBDC system could also support non-fungible units and thus can enable different processes for their use. A CBDC system could also use both approaches. In a collaboratory to uh, cash as a unit of payment, cash can be serialized. If something is wrong, a participant can take it out of circulation and reprint that note with the same serial number with an annotation of reprint. Fungibility will likely overlap with choices made about storage and the transaction model. Fungibility could be uh, could also impact how CBDC is packaged for offline transactions and how the CBDC system uh, interoperates with other payment systems. Design choice benefits and drawbacks are described below. Fungible units may promote privacy of sensitive financial data. Fungible units are not marked to be uniquely traceable down to the specific CBDC units, potentially increasing the privacy afforded by the CBDC system. This could advance the policy objective of aligning with democratic values. And then it says may promote increased interoperability. Fungible units could be subdivided and exchange with each other as the uniqueness of any specific CBDC unit would not need to be preserved. This could advance the policy objective of ensuring the CBDC system should be appropriately interoperable. And then it gets into um, non-fungible units, holding limits, limits or no limits. This talks about holding limits, refer to limits on how much CBDC any particular person or entity can hold the CBDC system could impose limits on how much any particular entity can hold in CBDC. See, uh, alternatively, the CBDC, uh, man, CBDC, it's a tongue twister at this point, folks. System could not have such limits. The CBDC system could likely enable this functionality if there are mechanisms such as consumer due diligence requirements or costs to prevent entities from creating multiple accounts. All right, so this is really important. I wanted to get into it. Sorry. I'm nerding out on you here, folks. But what this gets into is the programmability, the fungibility, and the limits uh, within the system. And what they're getting to there, and this is why I want to finish going through this document on my own time, what they're getting into is whether or not they're going to be able to program the individual units so that they could prevent you from buying certain things or only being able to buy from certain vendors. So it's good to see 
I mean, it's not good, but it's good to see that it's actually discussed in the government documents because it proves that they are actually moving towards being able to do that. Now, we've seen this in documents from Bank for International Settlements, World Economic Forum, United Nations, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, and then all the tech companies like Consensus. So they will have the ability to program the money. I just wanted to double check inside of this White House document to see if they were going to discuss that type of technology. Now, this document goes through and assesses various technologies, but it's not making a recommendation yet on exactly which system to use and how it's going to operate. That will be coming at some point in the near future. And remember, folks, we also pulled up the climate and energy implications of crypto assets in the United States, the path toward responsible and equitable digital assets innovation, and this uh, fiscal year 2024 budget, which talks about in here, uh, manufacturing and financial technologies and how they're going to be investing in these focused on artificial intelligence as well. So this is all coming out of the Biden administration. Again, it's quickly advancing. So you have the government, the state on board with advancing technocracy, ladies and gentlemen. No real big surprise, but at least you know it's coming out of there. People ask me to cover Joe Biden. I don't like to do that, but I will cover these executive orders and such when they come out of the White House, when they relate to the big picture, where I think we're actually going, folks, into a full-blown state of control, a system of social engineering and the systematic control of the means of production and the distribution of goods and services. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to a Christmas event with Willie G and my beautiful wife and my fantastic mother-in-law. So I will see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 104. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, whenever it is you are listening. I love you all very much. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.